Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show, featuring Jason Zook. In uncertain times, we must change our focus and priorities. This show will highlight social justice issues with the goal of expanding minds and increasing unity, love, and mutual respect for ourselves and our planet. We support the Black Lives Matter movement. Our show aspires to promote social spirituality, which simply means that by coming together, we can solve any of our problems, including the goal of bringing an end to all forms of hate, discrimination, bias, or oppression. We must protect our environment, reform our criminal justice system, and protect every citizen from police brutality. When we come together, it becomes possible to bridge the gaps that plague our society and divide us from within. We the people means everyone. Hello and welcome to the Social Psychic Radio Show. This is Jason Zook. It's a great pleasure I have the opportunity of presenting special guest Zara Mahoon to the show today. Master Mindset and Law of Attraction and Manifestation Coach, author of 12 books and creator of the 40-Day Law of Attraction Workout and the Unlimited Universe Mastermind. Zara is a Master Mindset and Law of Attraction Coach and Manifestation Expert. She's been doing this for quite some time. I'm very excited to have her on. She's done 150 talks on TV, public libraries, and private workshops. And after committing to completely transforming her self-worth in 2006, she went from being massively in debt to owning multiple properties and creating a thriving business, as well as healing her relationships with herself and others. It's a great pleasure. I welcome Zara to the show. Welcome to the show, Zara. Yay, I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. I always get excited when I get to talk to someone about the law of attraction for an hour. It's one of those things that if somebody was to tell you you had to go to your DMV to get like your license updated, <laughs> I don't know what it's like in Canada because I know you're from Toronto area, but here in Florida or even badly in New Jersey where I grew up, if you had to go to a DMV, it was like you're going to be losing eight hours of your life. Well, <laughs> if I had to do that, I'd want to have someone like you to talk with. Because I know our that would be fun. Yes. Our conversation for our audience is going to be fun right now because I personally am going to tell you that I've been doing the law of attraction as part of my life more mainstream since the last two to three years. And people think it's this mystical thing. And I say, you know what? I just went and got some. You, you can, anyone can, can do their yes. own manifestation. And I tell yes. people, this is my belief that go, go to Walmart or Walgreens, pick up a couple of dry erase markers, pick up a dry erase board, call it a vision board. And next thing you know, hocus pocus, you're starting your law of attraction manifestation process. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I literally have like a six foot by six foot board up in my bedroom. And then I have another smaller one under, and I have had it on since the stuff that's been on that board has grown slowly over the last 12 months. And yesterday, for some reason, I don't know if it's mercury retrograde, I wiped it all down and started <laughs> over with just a few. And I do that, at least for me, whatever I put on that board tends to happen. And it happens on its own, I guess, or happens with the thoughts I put out there or the processes or whatever you want to call it, good karma. I don't, I don't care what it is, but it, the stuff that I put on there, I meditate before I come up with what I'm going to write on my board. And then I write on my board in such a way that that board is visible from me when I lay down and go to bed. 
when I wake right. up, if I have to use the restroom, whatever, it, it works. It, I, I do manifestation stuff all the time. I have these candles that I am not embarrassed to share with people. I have candles I pick up from Walmart and Walgreens, and I use a Sharpie marker and I write my manifestation on there, either a prayer for someone who's got COVID or cancer or whatever. And I'll light that candle because, and I'll meditate over it and stuff. Uh, for me, when it's lit, it feels good. It's good energy. And I bring all this up to you because you're a fellow manifester. I also know you're a fellow intuitive. And I also know you're a fellow psychic. Whatever you call the, yourself those things publicly, I welcome you on the show as such. I am happy to be here. You know what? You're right. It's about focus and energy. Whatever you focus on and you send your energy to, it expands, becomes bigger until it manifests. It's really as simple as that. That's law of attraction. I'd love our audience to understand a little better. And I feel like you and I probably have a good grasp on this. If there's an issue in someone's life that they're really struggling with. Yes. Let's say they want a new job. Let's say they're stuck in a job. They feel stuck in it. Right. Let's say that they don't know what to do and they don't know what they want to do. What kind of advice would you give someone about incorporating manifestation into your life with that kind of an issue? Well, this has happened a lot in the last little while, more than you'd think, because of COVID, a lot of people's lives have, you know, gone through a tremendous change and people are switching jobs and looking for uh -huh. their life purpose and, you know, uh, turning towards, turning inwards instead of turning outwards. So there's a lot of shift that has happened in the last year and a half. For someone who is looking, who's not happy where they are, the advice that I would give them is that you are then in the process of giving the subject of work negative energy because you're not happy. So the first thing you have to do is to make peace with where you are instead of pushing against it. Make peace with where you are. I like that. Because you want, you don't want any negative energy in the mix. So that's the first step. Then the second step is trust, which trust is the cornerstone of law of attraction. You've got to trust that if you've asked for it, it's going to come. Very much like you writing stuff on your board, you trust that you put it on there, it's coming. I no. just got goosebumps when you said that. <laughs> we keep giving each other goosebumps. Uh, I'll share with the audience. Before we start recording, we were talking and touching base, and we noticed some some notable synchronicities in our in our earlier lives with my grandfather and me and Orbs of Light, you with your parents and Orbs of Light. I'm, I'm simplifying it, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But having that and then sharing goosebumps, I know it sounds weird to share it like that, but I mean, everyone in my life I'm close with, we have goosebumps, the exchange that we talk about. And when you're with other spiritual people, I feel like for some reason, the energy feeds off. It's, I was just going to say, it's the energy communication, right? That causes the goosebumps. Yes. I love so it. Jason <laughs> has this magical whiteboard in his or board in his bedroom. It's not a magic board. You're the magic. <laughs> you, you're the one who is sending it energy. So if you want to change your job, you are sending it energy. That is your purpose and you're sending it energy. You better send it positive energy. And you can't send it positive energy if you're complaining about your current job. That's a great point. So, it's a loop. It's a loop, yes. So stop complaining, accept where you are, trust that what you've asked for is on its way, and then leave it alone instead of looking for it. Wait for the inspiration to hit you 
And that inspiration is the switch that tells you now's the time to take action. And that's when you take action. Law of attraction, you know, some people get it wrong. People think that law of attraction is about no action required. That's not the case. It's about inspired action. I'm going to share something. And I love the way you just said that. In fact, I just took my notes. I'm like being a student of yours right now. I just, I, I learned from all my interviews. So it's something that, you know, you're talking about something I really, really have an interest in. One thing regarding to wait for it. I, I agree with you on that. I think, I think you have to have trust and faith in divine timing, right? Yes. One of the things you learn right. from a twin flame dynamic is if you think you met someone who's a twin flame and then they run away from you and all that fun stuff, divine timing will always reunite you. So you don't have to worry about waiting for somebody. There's no yes. such thing as waiting for someone when it comes to spirituality. That's so right. with divine, with manifestation, I feel the same thing. I think that it's the same concept of trust and divine timing, yes, trust in yourself, trust in the process, trust in the manifesting as you do it and control how you think of things. Try to keep those what if negative thoughts out of any manifestation you're trying to do. And uh, I visualize it too. I visualize things before they happen. I don't know if that means it's not a premonition because I get premonitions all the time and it's not like a premonition dream or anything like that. This is just literally, I I can visualize something and then I feel like it helps the energy of it in a positive way. Absolutely. There's a little bit of a difference. Let's go deeper into this. You picked on something really interesting. So when you have a premonition, that is guidance. When you are doing visualization, that is not guidance coming to you. That's something you are putting out. I can do that. I I admit that on my show. I'm not afraid to. I can tell you, I'll give you one simplified, simplified example. Three, about a month ago, I was leaving my mom's place on a Sunday. She lives here in Tampa. So it's a nice drive short around the water six miles, easy. I left her house and I was with a friend and I went to the local Walmart real quick to pick up some soda and stuff. And I'm in the car going home and I'm thinking to myself, I wish I could get two 20 minute readings, $50 each, that's my rate. And I'll make a hundred bucks and that'll just give me back money I just spent. And I literally just said that. On my way back, I got two calls. One call was a guy that wanted a reading for him and his girlfriend, two readings, 20 minutes each by phone. And when I got home, I did it. (laughs) And I laughed. That happens to me all the time, though. It's not just that. And I laughed at it because I was like, that's so awesome. Yes, because you didn't have any resistance to it. You know, you weren't pushing back. You weren't looking for it. You just put it out there and then it happened. And that's typically how it works. It's when we have resistance, meaning we have beliefs, we have thoughts that say, oh, how is it? If you had got in your car and you'd started thinking, well, I want two readings, but how is that ever going to (laughs) happen? When is it going to happen? Why isn't it happening? How long will I have to wait? You know, now you've destroyed it, right? But this is what people do. Worry, all of worry is about asking those questions. When, how, who, I got to ask you something. When you're around someone in your family, my mom is a worrier and she implements negative thoughts and her worries and all that stuff. And when I'm around her and we're real close, but when I'm around her and she talks like that, I have to correct her. Mom, it's not going to happen. Mom, that's a what if thought. It's never yeah. going to happen. The yeah. tree's not going to fall in the house. You're not going <laughs> to die in your sleep. Like that's how she used to be when I was younger. And now it's like some other stuff, but it's like, oh, I need to get my registration for my car. It's in December, mom. We're in August. You're okay. We'll get you there. Like <laughs> it's that aspect of things, right? When you think about it, but with the negative thoughts, it's hard for me because when someone's implementing negative thoughts about themselves or I, I can feel it in their energy, I want to be like, think positive. You have to start thinking positive. That's a big part of the law of attraction to make it effective. 
It's a control problem. People who think like that, who worry a lot, like your mom, my mom was like that as well. Oh. And what it is, is they have this need to control. But that need for control comes from not trusting the universe. You see, if you trust the universe, you don't need to control the process. When we used to travel and we used to travel a lot, if we were traveling next month, my mother already had a suitcase in which she was, you know, like there was stuff going in the suitcase a month before our travel dates because she was so worried that we would forget something. And then she used to carry this whole, this big bag around with her, heavy big bag, because she would have everything in it from bandage to scissors and I don't know. A lot of stuff for every emergency. She had something in her handbag. So she was like overprepared. Yes. But that comes from worrying that something will go wrong. And if you think that something's going to go wrong, it will go wrong because that's what you're giving your energy to. I give the example, and I said this on my show before, I'll simplify it. You go to Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru, you have your favorite shirt on, you're happy about something, you're going out to meet somebody and you spill it on your shirt. And you have one or two options at that point. You can be grateful that you only spilled it on your shirt. <laughs> and then you get a chance to either go home or you could explain the stain as, hey, I had a silly incident this morning. You'd never guess it. Or you could be begrudging. Oh my God, I can't believe this just happened. I'm so upset right now. My life's going to go down the toilet yes, exactly. now. Yeah. And you'll see the negativity flow from that second scenario so potently that you'll be like, in, in, in retrospect, you'll be like, oh my God, if you had changed that up. And I tested this for myself. I've had those days where I, I always spill on my clumsy, but... I had the day where I spilled on myself and I couldn't go change it. And I just told it as a funny story and everything flowed peacefully. I had the day where I resisted exactly. it yeah. and things become different. Exactly. So it's all in our emotion. Our emotion is the gear, right? Which gear are, do you want to put your day in? Do you want the happy gear or the miserable gear? What do you think from your perspective because I know earlier in your life, you went from a position of financial destitute, basically, to a position of abundance. Mm -hmm. What triggered for you the mindset change? I was stubborn and wouldn't take no for an answer. <laughs> you might call it determination. It I would just be grateful that you have it and you've experienced it. I love to share whatever it is because that's that's a sign of success. And I, it was, I, It's like it if you was, could bottle it up. Yeah. <laughs> So I'll tell you what it was. In order to solve money problems, you need money. I didn't have any. So I was looking for a solution that didn't cost money. Law of attraction was it. So there was no other solution that I could find that didn't have a price tag attached to it. But law of attraction was free. All I had to do was master it. So How was I, it for you to master it? It was full of dangerous path with lots of rocks and lots of thorny bushes. I made lots of mistakes, fell on the thorns, picked myself up and kept going. I kept going. You cannot give up because you're not giving, you're not giving up on other people. You're giving up on yourself. And then what's the point? You can't give up on yourself. My thinking always is, when something bad happens, my thinking is, okay, Zara, you're going to show them. Come on, let's, let's get going. Let's show them. Because I always believed, even as a child, I always believed that there was always something in me that said, not taking no for an answer. 
I like that. Not taking no for an answer means you're going to just keep doing it and doing it. And I'm doing just going it to keep one doing door it. Opens. Yeah. 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 And so, yes, when you say, how did I do it? I made lots of mistakes, huge, big mistakes, but I kept going because I could see that there were people who were using law of attraction with tremendous success. And so I knew that if I'm not getting it, it's about me, not about the law of attraction. Where people get it wrong is they think this tool is bad. No, no, no. The tool works fine. You don't know how to use it. So so this is what I always told myself. The tool works. You got to figure it out. So how? So I started observing and making changes like a scientist, because I have that background of being analytical. And when you're analytical and you're a scientist, what you do is you change one variable at a time. Everything else you keep constant and you change one thing at a time and then you see if that makes a difference. And then if that doesn't make a difference, you leave it alone and then you move to the next thing and you try and change that and you see if there's a difference. And that's what I did. I just kept changing and changing and changing until I figured out what I needed to fix. And what I needed to fix, I know you're going to ask me what that was. It was, it was this in here, my headspace. The emotional I, thought, I thought I was positive, but I didn't know what a positive thought really consists of. When you're complaining, you're not positive. When you're asking, you're complaining. That's it. I always say that nobody wants to hang out with you at a pity party. Exactly. And if you have your pity party, have it by yourself or have it with a close friend or family member. But then, you well, know, at that point, you got to go on. Take it a step further. The universe doesn't want to hang out with you when you're having a pity party. <laughs> and the other thing is, if you, this is what one of the biggest things that I learned was when you're asking, you're not allowing. You can't be asking and allowing at the same time. They are different energies. One of the things I like most when we talk about manifestation is having the ability to see results over time once you gain trust in what you're looking at, right? Yes. How was that for you when you first started realizing that your manifestation is causing things to actually happen? I think I went backwards before I went forwards. I went backwards to look at how did I cause events to happen? And I caused events to happen in my life, both good and bad, because of the way I was thinking my thoughts. So negative thoughts were kind of controlling the flow of how you attempted manifestation, but it wasn't always working out the way you expected. Well, it wasn't always negative thought. You see, I could see where I was utilizing trust and positivity and where I wasn't. And I could do that going backwards. And then I looked at people around me and I started observing how people were talking and what they were saying and what sort of life they were living. I was like the observer. I just collected a lot of data and then organized it in my head and made sense of it. And then I started using it consciously. I feel like for me, once I started to realize I could do this and it was something that I especially during the pandemic, like you said, a lot of us turn inwards. Yeah. I feel like a lot of my personal goals, I was able to gain greater grasp of goals and stuff through manifestation exercises. Well, once you get that trust thing right, 
then it becomes easy. It's as long as you're not trusting that you're doubting, you're wondering if it will happen or not happen. Once you throw that out of the window and you start trusting, it's easy. It's all about trust. What would you say to somebody who says, I can't trust. It's hard for me. I don't know how to trust. You have to start small instead of starting big. The mistake a lot of people make is that they learn about law of attraction and then they want to fix the biggest problems in their lives using it. And you can't, you don't start swimming in the deep end the first day you enter a pool. You don't start on a unicycle the first day you get on a bike. You have to start small. It's okay to start with the traffic lights and the parking spaces and the free coffee and and then go from there. So I played a lot of those games. I played games, uh, shopping cart games. I'm going to get a free shopping cart when I go. I'm going to get everything on my shopping list discounted. A parking space during Christmas. Absolutely. Yes, that's right. Yes. At Christmas, in fact, the last piece of that gift that my son really wants, the last one on the shelf, I got it. I snagged it. So a lot of those kinds of things that are easy before you start applying law of attraction to the relationship that hasn't been working for the last two years or the money that is, you know, has not been coming for the last 10 years. Don't do that because you're, you don't have the skill yet. Trust is trust, whether you trust based on a few small things or big things. When you start trusting that the universe is there helping you in the little things, it becomes easy to trust that the universe will help you with the big things. So in the 40-day law of attraction workout, there's a section in there. And the exercise is bring the universe with you today for everything that you're going to do. So if I'm going to cook, I'm going to ask the universe for help to make this the best meal ever. If I'm taking my dog for a walk, I'm going to bring the universe with me. If I'm picking apples in the grocery store, I'm going to bring the universe with me to help me pick the best apples. So just bring the universe with you with whatever little things you're going to do today. And then it just becomes a habit to bring the universe with you. I love that. (laughs) Right? Make it a habit to bring the invoke in the universe at different parts of your day. Yes, exactly. And then, so so if you can't trust your friend to give you ten cents, how can you trust them to give you a thousand dollars? That's true. And you're not going to try to manifest world peace. That's not something you could do right away. You got <laughs> exactly start small, and then you go from there. It's fun. I tell you, it's it's a lot of fun. Getting free coffees is a lot of fun. It makes you smile the whole day. Getting a parking spot exactly where you wanted it, it's fun. Very true. I want you to uh, tell us about your, your books. I know that you have several books, at least 12 yeah. of them. Yes. But if you wanted to share your more recent one with us, I'd be happy to share it with our audience. I know they'd love to hear more about it. So. Oh my God. The most recent one is called Reaching for Joy, and it is also a workbook. It is a workbook about getting rid of all the clutter in your head. 
which really becomes an obstacle to moving forward. So getting rid of the clutter in your head. The book that I recommend people start with is Unlimited, the 40-Day Law of Attraction Workout. That's the one I recommend people start with. That is what creates the manifesting habit. And once you have the habit, you're off and running. And that I agree that once you can develop some positive habits to replace some negative ones. Yes. And you get used to that change. That's then right. You, you're, then, you're, then you're good to go. That's right. And one of the main habits that we need to have is to start the day with a positive intention. You have to have intentionality about what you're going to do. Not just action-based intentionality, emotion-based intentionality. So, for example, I, I have this appointment and I'm meeting this person today. Well, that's the action-based goal. What's the emotion-based goal? The emotion-based goal is I'm going to meet with my friend. We're going to have a fantastic time. It's going to be so nice to see them. We are going to come away feeling so happy that we did this and we're going to look forward to our next meeting. That's intentionality with emotion. I love the way that because you're you're ascribing meaning to your manifestation as well. Yes. When you do that. So by ascribing meaning, we're we're all about meaning and habit, right? Think about it, during the, the pandemic, one of the hardest things everybody's dealing with is that having to adjust their meaning of their lives because their jobs disrupted. Yes. Someone say whatever yes. it is. And yes. so now yes. they can do that. And as we're discussing manifestation ourselves, I like the way you describe it as such because I think you could actually help people with re-identifying what the meaning and purpose is in their life through manifestation. Absolutely. I think once you learn these habits and once you start understanding how law of attraction works, you can use it for everything. And I, I've discovered that your life purpose is what you want it to be. If you want to be something, you can use law of attraction to be it. There's nothing you, you can't do. I'm going to share this with you. When I do manifestation candles, one of the things I've done recently, I take a Sharpie marker. I write my intention on the candle. Yeah. Let's say uh, my best friend's mom got sick with COVID. I would pray over it. I do a little Reiki prayer, but I also pray yeah. my traditional prayers. And I'll visualize in my mind as I'm praying into the candle, I'll visualize her getting better. Mm -hmm. I'll visualize her having healing energy and feeling peace of mind. And I'll light that candle. And then I'll take a picture or video of it and send it to my friend. And my friends have told me the ones that I've done that for it. And I'm not talking myself up at all, trust me. But they said they felt the energy from it once they saw the picture of yes, it on the phone. They showed right. it to her mom. And it's like you can literally put that into the candle, but then the candle can then send it as a vehicle to the people you're praying for. Well, it's you doing the sending. Okay. It's you doing the sending, but you're using the candle as a conduit, you know, as the pipe. You know what? The candle is a conduit and then the dry erase boards are conduits. Yes. And when you think about our dry erasers, those are like our little keys to the car to get us in <laughs> go on our, our journey, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm simplifying and oversimplifying. Yeah, but yeah that's, that's it, kind it of really is a lot of it. Here. It is. The energy is always ours. It's our energy. It's like if I have this pen and I push it, I'm actually sending my energy to the pen. The pen doesn't have any energy. I'm sending the energy to the pen. It's always our energy that moves things forward. Even into the future, it's my energy that I'm giving 
to the thing in my head that is moving it into the future. If you send it negative energy, it's moving it in the reverse. You send it in positive energy, it's moving it forward, right? That's, so it's always my energy. What do you think for yourself you find to be the most exciting part of the work that you do on a daily basis, working with people, teaching them these concepts? The most satisfying part of the work that I do is to see the light come on in somebody's eyes and you know that they got it. The aha moment. <laughs> I love that. I and love the it. change in the shift in their energy when they get it and they're just, you know, bouncing off the walls, happy. And I think that that is, that's just phenomenal. It's a very good feel. You, you're, you're on there with that, with them for that ride. And it's beautiful. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say this. Have you considered going on a tour of some sort? Because I feel like in the future, you're going to be on some type of tour that you're going to work with somebody to go around. And and I don't know if it's a book signing tour or if it's a, a educational tour where you speak at different events, but I see you doing something like that in 2023. So it's like a year away. But Thank you. Because <laughs> 2022, I feel like you're going to be building stuff up and doing more things and releasing more information. I don't mean to be reading you, but I guess I am at this point. Well, yes. <laughs> your energy is just kind of coming off your energy right now. So that's why I was yeah, just that's what you, that's what we do, right? We read each other's energy. Yes. And I, just, I see you very busy. I see you with one of those suitcases, you know, like the wheelie kind, mm-hmm. the smaller one that you can slip overhead bin. So yeah. You're hey, going hey. on overnight trips to do presentations within flying distance of where you live. Yeah. And that could be anywhere in North America, probably. But. All right. I'm going to write that down, Jason, and I'm going to be in touch with you. I think you could write it down and manifest it. You got a year. <laughs> Absolutely. I see you on airplanes a lot. I see you traveling. I see you presenting. I see you talking. And I see you always um, kind of putting your hand behind your ear when you talk about things sometimes. <laughs> and uh, push my hair back like that. Yeah, like that. Exactly. But I see you happy and smiling like that. So there's yes. a good future ahead for you. And, and I am happy. I am very happy. I have truly discovered the secret to being happy. You know what it is? Stop worrying. Absolutely. You know, when I had my cancer, I put in a box in my head and I just sealed that box up and try, I mean, not right away. I sat in it for a month and then I, it was a three month ordeal for me for my surgery. But for like the last four weeks or so, I tried to compartmentalize as much as possible. That taught me how to compartmentalize things in my head, not to worry about things that are outside of your control. 90% of what you worry about is never going to happen. Yes, that's right. Yeah, exactly. That's where that control thing comes in, right? It's because of our control, our need to control things. And yet when we surrender to the universe. It's beautiful. It's our secret power, right? The power of surrender, forgiveness, forgetting, letting go. That's where you get control. You get control by giving up control. That's what I did over the pandemic. I gave up a lot of that and left it to the universe to let it take its course. Yeah, exactly. It's amazing. It's, it can be an amazing life. You just feel like you're bobbing along on a peaceful kind of a bay and life is just good. Sun's shining all the time. It's lovely. You ever see those commercials like the sunshiny day where they play the music and it's kumbaya moments and you just have that <laughs> happy-go-lucky feeling? I can't wait till we have the feeling coming back after this pandemic eventually recedes and I think there's going to be a collective sigh, right? Once we get past the rest of this. I mean, I I hate the suffering and the death and the misinformation, confusion, all the stuff, all disjointed in the uncertain times we're in right now. I feel like it's going to get back to normal. Like I I had a premonition yesterday, I think May, 
we're going to have a more of a normal life than we've expected in two years, basically, by then. I think that the earth is growing. I think that humanity is growing with all the people who've had the opportunity to give themselves more time and to turn inwards. I think people have been searching for more knowledge during this year. There's been so much personal growth. And at the same time, there has been a lot of diversity. And that diversity is actually essential to growth because when there is diversity is when we make the effort to understand. And I think that there has been a lot of understanding going around the world. And so I think that humanity as as people, we are moving forward powerfully. You know, you got to go through some growing pains in order to achieve what you need, right? And that's what we're doing as a society, as a planet, and as an individual, as people too. I think that there's just a lot of that growth happening. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's very exciting. And I think that the future of humanity is just, it's good things are waiting to happen. A lot of good stuff is coming. I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) I'm ready for it. I really am. And I'm excited about it. And uh, I just think it's going to be powerful stuff for us. Let me ask you this. How can our audience reach out to you if they want to contact you? How would they find you? They can find me across social media. My handle is Z Mahoon. So my first initial and my last name, M-A-H-O-O-N. So Z Mahoon. And my website is conveniently called zmahoon.com. So it's the same across the board. There's a contact form on my website. Anyone who wants to email me can email me and people can uh, tag me, join me. I have a lot going on. I want to say this too. And if you go on your site, I I downloaded your free book. And so I would encourage my audience to do the same and they can get on your mailing list and and subscribe to your information. And I think your blog posts go on there too. So I'm excited to share that with our audience. I'll ask you this. If you were a spirit animal, which spirit animal would you be and why? Oh, my. Spirit animal. Well, I I like being a tree. So I've never considered being an animal. Uh, But I'll tell you a little bit of a story. I started out as an ant in an anthill. It's actually a story on my YouTube channel. I started out as an ant in an anthill where I was told what to do and everybody was doing the same thing. Everyone was working hard. And then one day I said, I don't want to do this anymore. And I saw the birds flying above. So I said, I think I want to be a bird and just leave this anthill and be free and soar and go wherever I want to. So lo and behold, I turned into a bird and I flew. And then I flew and I made friends with other birds and I had a lot of fun flying. And then one day I got tired of flying and I said, you know what? This is a lot of hard work. I have to hunt down worms all day, fly all over the place. These trees, you know, trees have trees have the right idea. They don't go anywhere. They just wait for everything they need to come to them. And they just stand there and they observe and you know, they are kind and they're giving and people love them and they're beautiful. I think I want to be a tree. So then I became a tree and I continue to be a tree. It's very satisfying to be a tree. And I have to add this. This is the most creative answer I've ever had to my question. Cause I ask this question on my show all the time, but I have to say, I love that answer because 
I believe in trees as well. I think trees are a hidden gem of nature because you yes. can go out to a park or go out to a, a forest or any anywhere you find nature outside your door. And you could literally feel the energy. If you put your hand up against yes. a tree, you can, I feel the energy from it. It's always healing yep. energy. It's mother yep. earth. It's it is very much so. I, I have call it nature a, therapy. When I go out in nature, it's nature absolutely. therapy. For me, right? Yes, it is. Like, yes, it is. Nature is amazing. And I'm actually in the process of writing a book called The Wisdom of the Trees. So oh, you're gonna have a couple more books, by the way. <laughs> oh, I don't see yes. just one more. I see at least three or four, maybe. Oh my more. god, yes. They're they're so many. They're you get six. direct downloads and you write. Yes. That's what I That's see. Right. That's, That's right. like me That's getting direct downloads and coming up with episode ideas and coming and up you with you know what. The funny thing about that, Jason, is that when I write a book, because I write it and it's a download, you're yeah. right. It is a download and I just put it on paper. Uh, when someone reads my book and they come and ask me a question about it, you wrote this. And I'm like, I don't remember because I don't know. I, you know, it's funny. I'll, I'll share this with you. Like my podcast, I have this one and then I created two other ones recently. And the third one, I literally had a direct download in my shower one morning. I decided yep. to create a podcast to recognize outstanding educators, teachers, mentors, coaches, unsung heroes, anyone who you, you know, you see them help you in so many ways. And all they do is give you a smile and expect nothing in return. That whole thing was a dark mm -hmm. download. I had wow. to dry myself off, run to my computer and type <laughs> this stuff down. It became the, the monologue to my intro. And then I, it, it was all done in a day. Exactly. And that's, I, mean, I understand. Yeah. I totally that's, understand. that's the best stuff for me. My most enjoyable moments are those. It's a download and it's done. I love it. You know, it's divinely inspired when you get that kind of information. Exactly. Yes. You can't help yourself, but to run out of the shower and get it done. <laughs> I mean, if I was living with somebody, they'd be like, what is this guy doing right now? <laughs> Luckily, I have two parrots and they don't pay attention. But yeah, that's what I had to do. I had to literally dry off as quickly as possible, get to my laptop and type out what I was thinking because it was like right there. Exactly. Agreed. That's how it works. I just want to thank Sarah for coming on the show today and sharing her amazing knowledge and wisdom and life experience regarding the law of attraction, how to master your mindset and what to do about manifestation. And I really think the 40 day law of attraction workout and the unlimited universe mastermind, as well as her books, check this stuff out unlimited. I just think you'll be giving yourself a gift. Because right now we're all dealing with a lot of anxiety and uncertainty. And one of the ways we can get beyond that is to take control of our mindset. And if you're able to do that, and when you're able to do that through things like the law of attraction, you'll notice some upward trends in your life. It'll happen gradually, but you'll notice it. And I feel like having our, our guests like today, a master mindset, law of attraction coach coming on, it's those pieces of the puzzle you get to put together one at a time. And I have to tell you how much of a pleasure it is for me to have Zara on the show today, sharing this information with me and with each of you. So if you're feeling negative, try to dispel the negativity, change your thoughts, make them as positive as possible, heal yourself. You're not going to do this overnight. I did a lot of this in the last two to three years. I do practice the law of attraction daily in my life. I have my vision boards and it's one of those things, like Zara said, it doesn't cost a lot of money to learn the law of attraction and master it. Try to do it. Challenge yourself. Try to do the 40-day law of attraction workout. Challenge yourself to that as well. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. All of Zara's information will be in our show notes. And I appreciate your support. Stay positive because when you're positive, anything's possible. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Psychic Radio Show. Don't forget to join us for another episode next time. 
If you enjoyed the show, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. You can also check us out on Facebook and don't forget to visit the Social Psychic YouTube channel. Until next time, it's a big world out there. Keep an open mind, embrace your paradigms, and know that the universe is always yours to explore. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that my name is Prince Daniels Jr. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.